Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Yeah, good evening, David Wildey and Bryce Gibbs. All thanks to Irrigear. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. If you want to give us a call anytime, open line 1300 736 736 for just quality home improvements. As I welcome Bryce Gibbs. And Bryce, what a weekend of sport. Where do we start? Oh, oh, we can start wherever you want, but you're right. Things happening in all different codes. Uh, our Aussies, uh, you name it. Our, even our Adelaide sides. Yeah, I want to well leave. Well. I want to so leave United, United for last because I could not believe that scoreline. But let's start with the World Cup. That's been on every night and gives us something to watch. Australia, on a very benign pitch, come out and make almost four hundred. You think that's done and dusted? The return of Travis Head, unbelievably, came out swinging right from the start. They had one hundred and eighteen runs off eleven overs, and it's where. He hadn't missed a beat. He missed six or seven weeks. Unbelievable return. Well, no wonder they were so keen to, to get him back into this yeah. side. And you're right. There was always going to be a question mark on how he was going to go. Obviously, with a hand injury, a little bit of pain there maybe. He might have had a, a little bit of help with uh, with an injection or whatnot. But uh, he looked like he did has not missed a beat. Yeah, it looks good with Warner. Maybe it affects Mitch Marsh. He, he was he one of the few batsmen to bat slow, but he came in and just struggled against the spin, the slower ball. He likes to be at the top of the... But there's no doubt Travis Head at his top is arguably his good opener going around in the world. Now you've got Sharma for India. There's a few round, but an amazing innings. And he didn't even have to bowl. Like he's just a, his, his last two or three years when people had him at the crossroads, because all those left-handers, you go back to Darren Lehman, David Hawks, they're all a little bit loose outside off stump. That's how they play. He's got an eye like a dead fish, and he's just playing super, super. Yeah, his confidence level is through the roof, and and we all know what he what he's been doing in the Test side, and uh, he's becoming nearly Australia's most important player across all facets of cricket, isn't he? So, uh, hopefully, you know, he does take the game on a bit. He goes after it, so hopefully, he doesn't get out cheaply in his next couple of innings. Well, but you're going to have the odd one, aren't you? The way, you do. Well, the way he's seen him, it's uh, I can't see it happening. So, hopefully, he can continue this form. Like a watermelon. Could you believe the game? I mean, I could see the pitch earlier. It's very small ground, and the pitch was perfect. But um, what about the backdrop too? Unbelievable, the yeah. Mountains the mountains re- and the uh, red stands. Up on the hill, the, when they panned out and saw the wide shot, it looked, looked so unbelievable. One of the prettiest grounds you've ever seen. It was very nice. It's one of South Africa, very similar to that it was, too. was, yeah. But um, New Zealand there. almost had the – almost got them and perhaps should have in the with a couple of balls to spare. Oh, when we were going at about 12 and over at the start of the match and, you know, obviously 400 was on the cards for a lot of the, the innings, uh, I just thought there's no way – that uh, New Zealand are, are going to be able to, to to chase this run uh, tally down, but uh, and and sometimes you can get a little bit bit defeated, can't you? You, you know you got to go at um, you know seven eight and over uh, as a, as batting second, and maybe defeat you a little bit, but not them, not them. They, they stuck to their task and and went after the Aussie uh, bowlers, and uh, they probably arguably should have won. Really, why some of those instances, Bryce? Why do you reckon they are so good? Very proud nation, New Zealand. Even the girls in the netball, the All Blacks, and their cricket team, I think there's only three and a bit million people in New Zealand. Um, they nearly won the, the T20 World Cup. They come out, the, or the last 50 over World Cup, they come out chasing almost 400 runs. I mean, they've got no right to be up there, but they always are up there. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it, that they, they just continually find a way. And, and I've always been a nation of, that just oozes talent, no matter what code or sport 
there's there's good players that uh, they've always come out of uh, New Zealand. So Sam just always said, been tough. I've just gained a one and a half million in <laughs> ten seconds, but it, there's a lot of <laughs> islands around New Zealand too, not just the North and the South Island. Hey, let's hear from Travis Head after the win over New Zealand. Yeah, nice to be back, nice to be contributing, nice to get a win. So very close in the end. It was a hell of a game. I don't had a couple of hits, so um, yeah, a little bit like the uh, Test Championship. Obviously, had a six or seven weeks off, so now I'm good after a spell. Very laid back, isn't he? Trav, nothing seems to upset. I remember when he had a bit of a rough patch. He said, "Look, I know, I know what I can do. I'm working what I can do, and I believe in what I'm doing is right." And suddenly comes out and makes hundreds on bad wickets in Test cricket and. All that. Tim Payne said he's arguably, like you said, the best across all three formats. The most impressive thing about this was Travis Head coming off a spell. Uh, he said himself he'd had two hits in the nets. So um, extraordinary skill level to walk out uh, against a high-quality attack and hit the middle of the bat from ball one. Um, as you said, I think he's become our most important batter in all three forms now. So it's credit to him. Um, and you know, to have him back in the side as we build towards the back end of the tournament where you want and need to be playing your best cricket, uh, we're starting to look pretty good. He was talking about you then, as you said. Did you hear oh, yeah. him say that, Bryce? No, I didn't hear him say that. I'll, I'll take that. There yeah, you go. But no, just, just wonderful. And they're building. They lost their first two games, obviously, playing South Africa and India, who might finish first and second. But they can win it now. No, no doubt they can win it when it's one game or a couple of games in the finals, and uh, they got players that want to get in the side that can't get in the team. So there's pressure on places. Yeah, certainly, and and that's a sign of a, a good side. And uh, I think they play England next, and surely oh, England. They, they couldn't lose to England. No, England lay down the they, form they're in. Nah, they. If um, there was ever a game though that they'd get themselves up for, it'd be it'd be the Aussies, wouldn't it? Well, it would, but. Just the way they're playing, they've been smashed by everyone. Uh, they they bowled out to India for two twenty nine last night. They're none for thirty or none for fourteen. Get rolled for one twenty nine. So it is absolutely ridiculous. But well, let's go quickly mention the thirty sixers because they had a great win over New Zealand last week on the away. So they're back on track. I think they've got the Wildcats. Get Sam in there after. I think the Wildcats this week Saturday. So if they can win that, they you know sort of back in the hunt, aren't they? Yeah, and it's been a, a tough road trip uh, over the last couple of years, New Zealand in New Zealand. So yeah, to go over there after a slow start to, to their campaign this year, um, some good signs, which is which is good to see. Well, under South Africa, they beat New Zealand. New Zealand one man down in the World Cup. That game was an incredible game by a point. They won the semi final and quarter final by a point. And the South Africans are first team to win four World Cups. Now for the soccer. This is unbelievable. We were hoping that United could beat Melbourne City after their first week um, against the Mariners. They beat them 3-0. Well, they beat a team that made the grand final last year, 6-0. That, Bryce, I'm trying to think what it would be. It would be like the top team in the AFL, say, winning you know 20 goals to four or 20 goals to two, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, and, I mean, they did... Sneak a couple in the net late in the game, but the game was done and dusted uh, pretty much uh, at half time. I thought they played unbelievable, and and uh, Melbourne City they haven't been convincing in a bit of their preseason games and some of their form. But yeah, to go out and beat them six, six nil. nil, it's it's still a very comprehensive win, and um, I, I think 
our Reds are, are in for a good year if we're going off some of the, the early yeah. signs uh, in the last two matches. I reckon United lost the final 6-0 many years ago. Yeah, well, John very early. 6-0. Melbourne victory? Melbourne victory, yeah. yeah so their to... original rivalry returns this weekend. We take on Melbourne Melbourne victory. Well, welcome, Sam. I know you've got some sports results, but can we hear the highlights? We can hear the highlights. Absolutely. Of Adelaide United. One minute of beautiful, beautiful <laughs> football here. Nestor Irakuna! <laughs> Unbelievable! He is well and truly cooking. Club towards the back post and headed in by Callum Talbot. The own goal. The VAR booth, it is penalty for Melbourne City as expected. To half the deficit for Melbourne City and it's saved by Joe Gauci. Kitto back for Club, teed up. Tunnicliffe in his second game for the Reds. Makes it 3-0. Gets it back from his compatriot. Lovely play from the Reds. Musatore makes it four. Here is Halloran driving forward. He wants to get a piece of the pie. Here is Bernardo. Pulls its way in. And they make it five. Here's Halloran. Across the face. Back towards Bernardo now with a double. And what's better than five stars? Six. Yeah, good commentary there. What's better than 5 0, 6 0? Nestori, Irakunda, unbelievable. Uh, Bernardo's couple of goals in. You're right, they got a couple late, but game shot then. But six didn't concede any. That's two weeks in a row to last year's grand finalists. Not a goal. Couple Not of, one. A couple of clean sheets. We like that. Don't worry about it. So they're doing it, obviously, offensively, but defensively, defensively to hold. Uh, the opposition to two clean sheets. That's just as impressive. I'm pretty sure Bernardo is Cassio's lad that... We'll do some investigating, but on Wednesday, we're hoping to chat to the new import, Ryan Tunnicliffe as well, who scored his yeah. first goal for the Reds. Welcome, Sam. I know you're pretty happy with that result, and there's Very other results happy. around the world. A lot of um, of our listeners like to know what's going on in the, in the NBA, and this is a good all for Copperham State, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in Northern Victoria. That's it. In the NBA today, Oklahoma City went down to the Denver Nuggets. A big loss for Josh Giddey's team, 128 to 95. Josh with only the nine points. The Bucks. He, just on that, yeah. he's, his first couple of games, Bryce, very quiet he's been by slow. his standard. He's been slow. There's, really there's slow. There's no doubt about that. And seen some of the, the articles over the last couple of days saying that he needs to to lift his game. So uh, I know they're a young side and they're still probably working on some connection stuff. But, yeah, by his uh, high high standards, um, started off this, this year a little bit slow. third year, isn't it? Yep. Over there. S- second year. Only second, second is second it? Year. Third year. Second of – we'll find out for you. But – Second year. You reckon once you come out and show your wares, they're obviously more aware of you too, aren't they? So he, he would be guarded a lot closer than perhaps when you see a kid running around in your first few games. Well, they're a, a pretty young side, so – now that they're all starting to establish yep. themselves, they all want to touch the ball. They had Chet Holmgren uh, miss all of last year. So um, he's back in the back in the so lineup. He's back so he's in just the lineup. Adjusting. So he's taking a lot more of, of the usage and, and shots as well. So when he when he gets his opportunity to you know make a basket or, or pass it off, he really needs to make the most of it yeah. because um, they're starting to share the load a, a lot more. Pick twenty one in. Uh, uh, Pick six in 2021 as well, Josh Giddy. Was he a six foot nine point guard? Yeah, nearly seven foot. He's, um, yeah, big yeah, boy. Um, big unbelievable. Boy. Uh, in some other results, Milwaukee Bucks went down to the Atlanta Hawks after scoring 39 in his uh, debut for the Bucks. Damian Lillard had six points, five assists, and four rebounds and lost. The 76ers wow. got up 126 to 98 over the Trailblazers. Uh, Joel Embiid, 35 points, seven assists. 
uh, 15 rebounds. I think he had six blocks and two steals as well to go with that massive stat line. The Lakers went down in overtime to the Kings, 132 to 127. And uh, just in the NFL as well today, the... Cardinals went down to the Ravens, 24 to 31. The Broncos defeated the Chiefs, 49ers went down to the Bengals. Seahawks defeated the Browns and the Jets defeated the Giants. But we've got a text here from Lance in Birkenhead saying, is there any way that Port Adelaide could get ball lace? I think he could make our side ahead of Zerk Thatcher. And he could, to me, he could be coming home. So son of a uh, Port Adelaide former player there, James Borlase, but that news comes off the back of uh, the Crows delisting James, and they're going to pick him up in the rookie draft, draft later this month. Although, also Nick Murray are going to be elevated to the senior list. Yeah, oh, Murray certainly deserves it. He, he's coming off an, an ACL, but he had a super year, didn't he, before he got hurt? That's right. Nick Murray. And, and uh, just, just on um, Lance's text, the Crows have selections before Port Adelaide in the rookie yeah. draft, so I think the Crows would probably just pick him up there and secure secure his future on their list. Was Murray there when you were your last year? No, nah, I just missed him. Yeah. Just, he came in that offseason. He's off, a surprise, that, that isn't he? Well, he's surprised everyone, yeah. And from uh, credit to him, to where he's come from, a couple of years later playing AFL footy, and, and we all were a bit unsure whether he could hold down that key defensive spot, but he's, uh, he's exceeded yeah, he's, he's a little bit undersized, but he, yeah, he, gets he plays done. oversized, yeah. Well done there, Sam, for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Hey, we've got a big show talking about coming from the clouds. Spencer Johnson. Now, a couple of years ago, he couldn't make the, the South Australian team. He goes up to Brisbane, plays Big Bash. The world sees him, won the world stage. He's then gone over to England, played in the 100 Series, played for Australia in the T20 in South Africa, just been named in the squad too to tour India. Talk about uh, a golden 18 months, Bryce. Yeah, he'd be uh, absolutely uh, blown away by uh, by the, the announcement. So looking forward to hearing about that announcement and, and how he's feeling all about it. Also got the leg up and the Kia Top 7. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA. Sports Day SA. David Wildey and Bryce Gibbs are just quality home improvements. But uh, let's go to the leg up, Australia's fastest-growing tipping service. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's... Best tipping service there, thelegup.com.au. Now, Bryce, we're looking at the Golden Eagle, November the 4th. Of course, some big races now. Melbourne Cup not far away as well. Hawaii 5-0. Not a bad name. Not a bad uh, show, too. They're saying the horse ticking over beautifully looks ready to explode in the Golden Eagle with the extra trip. Write that down. Uh, it stacks up with the Everest form. Of course, that's one of the richest races we've ever seen. And Brad Rorilla is going to be the jockey. So, Golden Eagle, all in there saying Hawaii 5-0, but... Just remember what you're gambling with too. So looking at this is a segment we like. Spencer Johnson still to come, but the Kia all-electric Kia EV6 up to 528 kilometres of range. That's incredible in itself. We looked at the top seven sporting results and even some of the top sportsmen. Um, I think no doubt we've got Adelaide United as the best. So we'll, we'll start down the track. I thought Travis Head 100. We spoke, um, we spoke about it at the top of the show, but to come back after that length of, he just looked like he hadn't missed a beat. Yeah, unbelievable. And we heard um, I've got a brain fade. Who, who do we hear from on the audio? Oh, Tim Payne. Tim Payne, Payne. say so he'd only had two net yeah. sessions. Yeah. And to come out and just go whack like that. 
unbelievable. He went from tennis balls to cricket balls. Good on you, Trav. South Australian boy, Tetra Gully boy. I I don't know if you caught it, but the Crows AFLW yesterday, they're behind by a couple of goals at least twice during the game. They get home in the last 30 seconds of the match and Matty Clark, incredible. But uh, they've now um, shored up second position and they play finals. We know they're very hard to beat. So I think Melbourne and... Adelaide, the two best sides, and Adelaide did beat Melbourne earlier there. Um, Australia beating New Zealand, Travis, part of that, but 800 runs almost scored. Bryce, uh, you just don't see that. Uh, it was a record for a World Cup game, I think. So, uh, yeah, I was. I didn't think New Zealand would get anywhere near it, to be honest, once they, Australia posted that score. So credit to them to come out and... And just start swinging and saw some another amazing innings uh, by Ravindra. them and, and Ravinda to yeah. to continue to chase and and nearly probably could have pinched it. Well, Terry's going. Terry's going for a few runs. Is Mitch Stark? He bowled, I think he bowled five wides twice too, and the, almost got the Kiwis over the line. So he'd want to just improve a little bit. Um, South Africa winning their fourth World Cup. They won by point over. New Zealand playing one man short too, which is uh, the captain went off. In uh, if that was AFL, you'd get a free kick against you, and they'd look at it during the week. World Cup is off the ground, R- ridiculous. Yeah, Absolutely. it didn't look like much, did it? So, uh, and big price to pay, especially uh, in a final. I don't think uh, anyone's been sent off uh, in a World Cup final, but the skipper Sam Kane, um, he'll be having a few sleepless nights after that one, I reckon. I've got a couple more, but Lumo Energy switched to the affirmative, joined Lumo Energy today. Um, Adelaide United, six love, just incredible. Six love, um, and we've said it a couple of times at the top of the show. You don't, you don't get, you might get that result once every couple of years, but to beat, and they've started three nil, six nil against the grand finalists, so they've scored nine goals conceded. Zip. Yep, very impressive, and uh, yeah, to to, ca- to keep a clean sheet first of all, but then to put obviously six uh, in the net, unbelievable. Some Aaron Kunda's strike. Yeah. He's, that's world-class stuff. He's only 17. 17. Only 17. And uh, Brenda, we saw, too, a couple of goals here. Good thing about Carl Viet, he plays the kids. And we did ask him the question, if it's line ball, senior man or kid? He said, I'll play the kids all day, every day. Well, I've been told that before yeah. uh, in, in more recent years. Uh, Wilds, I know how that feeling is. Yeah, it wasn't good, was it? <laughs> it wasn't, no. Um, but, uh, good to see some of the young ones get an opportunity. Hey, well, that's all I'll say. Yeah, just in a minute, Harley Reid, they're talking about number one draft pick, and he's his name's been touted for so far away, and they're talking about maybe giving three first-rounders up for him, which I don't agree. But what's the pressure of being a number one draft pick? We've got you right here. Um, how did you find it? Because you, you're either going to be one or two or three. We just knew that where you were. You went one. What was it like? It was uh, a little while ago now, but uh, I mean, I, I didn't really pay much attention. Did it to matter it. to you? No, you just I want to be just drafted. wanted to play footy, and whether that was father son of the crows, which it was going to be at one stage, then it wasn't going to happen, and I knew I was going to end up uh, anywhere else uh, in Australia. I, I didn't bother me, but I think the club were really good in helping, um, you know, at, taking that distraction away from it. At the time, Carlton, though, that didn't bother you at all. You're just happy to go anywhere. But you know, if you're going to go one, you know you're going to go two. Yeah, no, I only met with two clubs at the draft camp, and that was Essendon and Carlton, and I knew I was going to end up in Melbourne. That's all I knew. Okay, were they number two draft pick, were they? They were, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Seems such a long while ago. Doesn't life go quickly? Ask young Samuel Fantasia about that. Okay, <laughs> coming up, we've still got the Spencer Johnson, who named the Aussie T20 side. 
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Welcome back to Sports Day SA. David Wildey and Bryce Gibbs for Just Quality Home Improvements. That's the open line, 1300 736 736. And lost in the wash, the Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store and online. Bryce, help me quickly look at Adelaide, you know, Adelaide, um, the girls, the Crows, AFLW, they've cemented second spot. They, they won basically with 30 seconds to go. It looked like North Melbourne all over. North Melbourne dominated the last quarter, but Matthew Clark's got a, a way of just finding ways to win. I know they lost their only game the week before by less than a kick, but here's Matthew Clark on the win against North, locking away a top two finish. I mean, the positive was that um, yeah, we just hung in there, um, but yeah, a lot of the numbers would say North Melbourne should probably win that game. Um, so that's all right. We've... Uh, in the context of the season, you know, really significant because uh, based on the fact there's you know, one round to go, we, we, it'll secure top two, which gives us a couple of home finals. Uh, so we're happy is the, is the overarching emotion. He's, he's incredible, isn't he? So relaxed. You look at him on the boundary, he's smiling, he's happy. They had no right to win that game the way North Melbourne absolutely dominated. They go down one end, kick a goal, but uh, they're top two. They're going to be hard to beat. And, and Adelaide, uh, the girls in the AFLW, the record is amazing. Debt taxes and the Adelaide women's side making another finals campaign and an all-important uh, double chance as well. And you're spot on. He, he's just been uh, a marvel since taking over the role as a senior coach. And he's obviously got a really good core group. He's had them for a while. He has. That's the difference. Yeah. When you, you they want to stay. You get in these close games and you're playing with with teammates that you've you've had a lot of success with over a number of years. You, you don't have to dominate all the stats necessarily do you but when it comes to the crunch time and, and you need to, to get a job done that's what they've been out of yeah so they've been so impressive for so I, long now i love the back line too sarah allen came back she's missed the whole season she's a star zoe prouse has been good down back Bedell's also been outstanding but uh yeah i mean he's a remarkable man matthew clark and that's what he's like in real life too never gets so never see him over never flustered no he's not ne- just, how he plays just too. takes it all in his stride and and it Culture-wise, what he's done with this group, it's uh, it's, it's very impressive. So. I, I've got to say the top three sides in particular way above the – you can throw Brisbane in, let's make it top four. But North Melbourne, Melbourne and Adelaide, so far above. And then you've got the teams at the bottom and at times it does look a bit like mini-league. Yeah, but, no um, doubt. But that, they'll learn. I mean, they've – I mean, some of the North Melbourne girls put chains of handballs together, so do the Crows, so – it's getting better. Well, the, those teams you just named, then they're the teams that have been in the competition for the longest. From day one, they, they were established really early and, and have been able just to you know work on on their culture and, and pieces like that for a lot longer than a lot of obviously the the new teams coming into the competition over the last couple of years. Yeah, Port Adelaide in their second year, uh, Lauren O'Neill, the coach, and once again they were leading with a few minutes to go, and the, they allowed Hawthorne to kick a couple of quick goals. It's happened. Uh, couple of times in a row. Let's hear from the, the Port Adelaide coach, Lauren O'Neill. Honestly, it's four quarters of not being good enough in the contest. It's not really at the end. Like, obviously, we train scenarios endlessly, and I know there's been conversation about that in the past week, but we um, we do a lot of scenario-based training at the end of the game. But if you go minus 22 contested possession, that's four quarters of footy, and we knew that that was a crucial part of the game today, and we, we didn't get it done. I think they can train at Bryce, but they're not ready yet. Some of them you can you can put all those scenarios in, but you still have to have the skill to play keepings off. 
and that's where they turn over. The, the girls' football is turnover city at the moment, but and the bottom side. So I felt for them. They they made a rem- remarkable comeback. It was windy. Um, they got in front, kicking with the wind in the third quarter, and uh, just couldn't quite get it done. Yeah, and that's going to come with maturity and experience. As you said, a, a young side, probably a lot of those girls are just still working out what it's like to be a professional athlete, uh, still working on their skills and their craft. And then once you get that to a point where you then can then go and focus training on scenarios and, and different situations, it's probably just where they're at at the moment. I, I want to throw you a question, Wilds. Um, a few whispers that might be Erin Phillips's last game this week. She might retire. Unbelievable career. Not only AF, what we've seen her do in the AFLW, but what she's done over her, whole her sporting career. If she wanted to be a senior coach and aspirations to doing that going forward, would it be pretty stiff for Lauren Arnell to to maybe get moved on and if, if Erin wants the job and wants to step straight into it? I'm not sure yet. I don't have the rules. Don't you have to have coaching certificates? I know in the men's you do. You can't just take over. I reckon what she should do is uh, be an assistant for a year, have a look, have a break if, she, if in fact she retires and she's... she's- 37, She's 38. been doing some work with the, the men's men's side yeah. over the last 12 months as well. So whether she's got, a, got her accreditation through then, I'm not sure. But a bit hard it, on Lauren O'Neill. It would be, but I, that's maybe where the industry is starting to go. Obviously, we've seen that that's pretty cutthroat in uh, in the men's competition. And, uh, yeah, who knows? If yeah. You, I know they're a young side and they're still establishing themselves as a club, uh, and she's taken on a, on a big role, but I don't know. It's just uh, it's a great just name. To watch Phillips, this space, yeah. Phillips out Port Adelaide. Greg Phillips, best centre back I've ever seen. He played nearly 400 games of footy, but interesting one, Bryce. So you reckon? Uh, well, the drums could be beating. Maybe you never know. Maybe, but I, I still think she should be an assistant. Have a look. She's going to get a job somewhere down the track, and she, that's just the she's had football in her blood since she's born. You know, but kicking footy with dad, and then. Um, she's been remarkable. She played with the boys until I think she's about 13 and then was told you can't and then goes to basketball and becomes a star there. So interesting stuff. Okay. Hey, the Cox Plate just got the final 100 metres. The Romantic Warrior, the favourite, got up and a very close finish, but it's always a great race, the Cox Plate. Alligator Blood at the 200 took the front. Romantic Warrior the outside. Alligator Blood at the 100. Romantic Warrior, Mr. Brightside. Still Alligator Blood. Mr. Brightside coming at it with Romantic Warrior. It's a photo finish. Mr. Brightside for Romantic Warrior. It's a photo finish. Alligator Blood third. Yeah, amazing. Mr. Brightside only won the big one. I reckon it won about six in a row. And the only time I backed it, it ran third, Mr. Brightside. That's the way punning goes. Didn't go Gamble past the horse, too. Just uh, hugged the fence it and did. nearly pinched it. It, it did. It was, it was a great nearly, finish. Nearly a great ride. Alligator Blood's been an amazing horse, too. But, uh, yeah, well done to Romantic romantic uh, Warrior getting up on the last stride. Just before um, we go to uh, Spencer Johnson, I want to talk about um, the rugby and... Eddie Jones. Now, it's been the worst-kept rumour of everybody's been saying he's been linked to Japan. Australia's campaign was awful. Let's just go back to October 17. This is what Eddie Jones, coach of Australia, had to say. Uh, no, staying, mate. Uh, always been committed to Australian rugby. Uh, I want to leave it in a better place. And that's still the job, mate. Long term? Uh, well, I'm committed to make a better place. Mm. Don't yeah, believe anything, do you? You nailed it. The worst kept secret ever. And then, what was it? Only about 15 hours ago, announces he's done. He's done. 
he wouldn't answer the direct question. You've been linked to Japan. Are you going to Japan? He said, I'm coaching Australia, coaching Australia. But would Japan want him now? I mean, it's been, it hasn't been a great, great record. He's had a great record over his career, but I don't know, just Australia was so poor and just on that South Africa amazing. I don't, they won each of their finals by a point, quarterfinal, semifinal, and uh, they beat New Zealand who were down to 14 men at a red card. The captain got red carded early. Actually got up, Bryce. You'd be proud of me at 4.30 to watch it. Did you I was really? up in Brisbane. Um, remarkable game. Unfortunately, it was wet. It sort of sort of took a low-scoring affair. But uh, they played one man down pretty well on tie night. Yeah, Sam Kane, the skipper. First uh, red card in a, in a World Did Cup you see final the ta- ever. I couldn't believe High it. tackle, yeah. It didn't, didn't look like much. Did well, it? he was meant to go down yeah. to tackle. All he did was... Held and he got the head of the uh, who didn't go off the play didn't go off. But I'm thinking in AFL you'd get you get a free kick paid for too high and then they'd look at it for maybe down the track. Yep. No concussion. That's remarkable in a World Cup to send a skipper off. I mean they've sort of gone soft. Uh, we thought they were as hard as anything rugby. I know it's good for the head, but all he did was basically stand up, and the guy ran into him. But apparently, he's meant to drop the knees yeah. himself. Yeah, certainly a big call, and I probably probably not across the the rules uh, as well to make too much comment on it. But uh, obviously, it, it paid huge ramifications in the end. Uh, I think they were they were well down by that stage and fought their way back to to nearly have it have it or nearly take over. Um, well, they perhaps perhaps should have won the lead. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah well, amazing by uh, they South got, Africa to hold on. New Zealand scored the only try. And they missed the kick to That's right. put him in it. front. Yeah, the, the pressure kick. Yeah, man, geez. There's a pressure on your shoulders lining up for, for that kick. It was a tough angle. It um, was. A little bit greasy. And he missed to the said. left. Yeah. We'll do it. Even AFL footballers yep. do that from that distance. But, yeah, that was remarkable. Okay. Uh, we're now joined by Redbacks and Aussie Spencer Johnson. All thanks to Tire Power, the great race sale now on getting your local independently owned Tire Power today. Sports Day SA. It's my life. It's now On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SEN SA. Yeah, great time to be playing cricket these days. You play all around the world, Bryce. See so many different countries. One young, well, young man making his mark, still in his 20s. Anyone playing cricket in their 20s is young. Is Spencer Johnson. He joins us now. Spencer, congratulations on getting the Australian squad. Thank you. Thanks, please. Thanks for having me. Your last couple of years, has it been a little bit of a whirlwind? I mean, I first, I didn't realise you'd you're sort of in the red back squad way back in seventeen eighteen. I first saw you play for the Brisbane Heat. You bowled beautifully. Then I think, where's this guy been? But uh, the last 18 months have been outstanding for you. Yep. Uh, it's A whirlwind's probably an understatement, to be honest. <laughs> I've... Um, yeah, I, I guess things they can they yeah they happen pretty quickly. Well, take us through it because you you made an impression. As I said, that's what got the world looking at uh, Spencer Johnson. You're bowling not only the death at the start, and I, I read somewhere you you credit Manus Labuschagne with with helping you out somewhere. Um, yeah, I think it, it sort of all started when I when I went up to Brizzy with the with the Brisbane Heat and I guess fresh fresh set of coaches and playing playing in a different environment. Yeah. Um, I think guys like Marnus and um, Usman, Kawaja and Matt Renshaw, the Aussie guys, they sort of took me under their wing and, um, yeah, they definitely, uh, I guess, helped me along along this path. 
And tell us about uh, you know playing in the Big Bash. We, we see all these T Twenty tournaments all across the world uh, are now popping up. Uh, talk talk us about the, the Big Bash and it's how it's prepared you and to get your game to the level it's needed to 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 make this uh, this Aussie squad. Uh, yeah, I guess growing up watching the Strikers and going to the Adelaide over and um, it's always been something that I would wanted to do. And it's just I guess I watch any kid one. Going to the over and watching the Crows or Port play, you you picture yourself out there, and um, I think it's it didn't happen straight away for me, but um, now that it has happened, it's it's quite cool. And you had ankle problems too, didn't you? I mean, there's reasons too why, particularly being a fast bowler, you need to have to plant the foot, uh, back foot or front foot. You've had a few issues there um, a few years ago. Yeah, that's I think that's just part and parcel of being a, being a bowler or any sport in general. There's had a little bit of a ankle issue that um, lingered around for longer than I would have liked, but coming out the other side of it now in my late twenties, um, body's feeling good, apart from a little hamstring niggle at the minute. But um, yeah, it's, it's all part of it. We're talking to Spencer Johnson. I mean, fitness obviously is a massive tick for you, and also confidence. You you look like you've been playing forever, and that that bowling is as Bryce said in the Big Bash. Is that what gave you confidence to go further? Because you looked, I mean, they threw you the ball in the last couple of overs. You seem to be unfazed, and it can be tough for the bowling in the last couple of overs. Yeah, I think it's, I haven't tried not to think about it too much, but it's something that, as I said, I've always wanted to do is as a kid going to the Adelaide Oval and watching your, I guess, your people that you idolise um, perform. And yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a massive stage, though. You perform there. They start talking about Spencer Johnson, and then suddenly, as I said, you play in England. You play for Australia and South Africa. There's India coming up. I mean, the world's your oyster. If you're in the right place at the right time, cricket's a place to be. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's taken me some pretty cool places so far. I was lucky enough to play in America, and then I went to Canada, and then, as you said, the, the 100 in the UK, um, and then... Uh, South Africa and India. So uh, it's taken me, I think, about five or six different countries in the last three or four months. So it's definitely, if, if I'm up and running, it's 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 pretty cool. I thought you might have been able to brag early here, three for one off 20 balls in 100. <laughs> it's a world record. I mean, that just came out nicely that day, did they? Uh, yeah, that one, <laughs> I think that's one of those outliers that you just sort of, you've got to, Put it, you celebrate it a little bit and then you just move on because you know it's it's probably never going to happen again. And um, it was pretty cool, pretty special night. Uh, debut in the 100, uh, there was some pretty pretty special players, Josh Butler, Phil Salt. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one that you move on from, but you've in the back of your mind you know that you've got the confidence that you've, you have done that and, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, tell us uh, what you're expecting uh, from the Oppo. We know it's a, a tough tour, no matter what format uh, you play uh, the Indian team in, uh, especially over there. What sort of conditions are, are we expecting? Uh, I'm not too sure. I've, I had a little bit of a taste of it uh, with, an, with an ODI uh, earlier this month, um, and that was hot. So I'm assuming it's going to be hot uh, there. We're obviously fresh off a of World Cup, so I'm not sure how... Many of the um, the older guys will play for for India, but it's it's always amazing playing in India. Um, the crowd's awesome. It's 
it's it's a pretty cool experience. And the IPL coming up, uh, the draft that you nominated there? I think I'll put my name down. It's one of those ones, as I said before, you watch it on the TV and you think, gee, that would be cool to be a part of. So it's something that um, would love to would love to tick that one off. But I guess for me it's get the hammy right, get over to India and hopefully yeah. performances will look after that. You got such a smooth action. Um, your stock ball was that? Would that be eighty-five, ninety percent of your fastest ball? You always look like you can go a step further, but obviously you don't want to bowl a quick ball. You know, every ball. Where, where would that be for you? Um, well, yeah, it's funny. I, I cop grief from my brothers as they say any danger you're having a crack here because it looks like you just cruise it in. But I'm, I'm, I can tell you, I'm having a crack. It's there's. Yeah, I think for me, almost the slower I run in, the faster I bowl. So when when things all sync up and it's nice and smooth, that's that's when they come out nice and quick. So yeah, it's I don't know, just born with that born with that technique. Quite lucky. And you you had an explosive start to your shield career too, didn't you? Uh, picked up some some really nice wickets. Yeah, that was it was nice to have a bit of personal success there. Where um, Redbacks are on the right track at the minute. Uh, we are obviously just coming off a loss against Western Australia, but there were some good performances there. Uh, with the ball, Wes Agar, six for, um, yeah. and then McAndrew took two five for his last, last game. So everyone's sort of stepping up there. We just need to put a complete game in, and I think we're going to be away. We're talking to Spencer Johnson, left arm quick, who's just been named in the Australian T20 squad. Spencer, can you, can you believe it? I mean, it, as I say, cricket is a game where you can come from obscurity and suddenly be playing for your country. What... When you can you get your head around what's happened? Uh, it's yeah, it's, it can be hard to believe sometimes. But for me, the the less I'm thinking about what could happen or what has happened, it's it's probably the better. Just to stay stay present, stay in the moment, and let just yeah keep keep enjoying this ride. Who are the guys that help you now? The Dizzy Gillespie and Ryan Harris with the um, Redbacks and that, and you play in Brisbane. Who's your if you could say a bowling coach, who, who's the man you go to? Well, well, yeah, I guess Rhino's the number one at the minute. He's he's got the he's the head man at the soccer. Um, while I've been away, I've always communicating with him, sending him footage, and um, he's been really good there. And then I've got Mark Harrity down at West Torrens, who I can bounce off, and he'll he'll I pick the phone up and. Um, He's always going to answer if I've got any questions or if sometimes we just want to talk. So, yeah, there's a few good guys that I've got in my corner which help, definitely. But, um, yeah, I we think Rhino's probably probably the main man. We spoke about India. What about South Africa? They serve a couple of the tracks here with batsman's paradise, I thought. They don't make it easy for the fast bowler. Yeah, it's definitely a batter's game. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. I've, uh, I've had to learn that the hard way, but... Um, I think those those games were amazing to be a part of. You, the ball the ball flies there at altitude. It's um, I guess just some pretty cool to be playing in different conditions. And um, yeah, this this time twelve months ago, I wasn't playing. I wasn't even in the second eleven team here in, for the Redbacks. So yeah. it is you, you do pinch yourself a little bit when you're in the change rooms with your Steve Smith and your Mitch Marshes. So oh, it's it's unbelievable. It's pretty cool. We, we see spinners, this might be a silly question for you, but we see spinners that, um, you know, obviously some like to bottle left-handers or right-handers. Do you have a preference? Is you you got a better record against the lefties or the right-handers in your career so far? 
Uh, I think with a new ball, I like bowling to the right. He's swing it back down in, into yep. the pads. I'm not sure if you've seen any of the three-for-one highlights, but um, the ball was swinging nicely that day. And um, I think back into the right-hander, it, and when it, when it does hit the pad, it, it's yeah, it's, yep. it's a pretty good feeling. And you're with the Heat again this year? Yeah, I've got another three years with the Heat up there in Brizzy. So uh, we, we almost had... A, Almost won it last year, so hopefully we can go one better this year. But, um, yeah, very lucky to, to be up there. And that that's often a fair pitch, isn't it, for batting and bowling. You get plenty of bounce that comes on the bat too. It's a nice wicket generally for, for cricket all round. Well, yeah, I've loved playing there so far. Uh, as you mentioned before, I got my uh, Shield 7 for at, there at the Gabba yeah. and then a um, bit of success with the, with the Heat. So I think it's just a great cricket ground. In general, there's enough for batting and there's enough for bowling. Well, was your brother said you can go in a bit harder, bowl like Mitchell Johnson, run a bit harder, just sling him down, big fella. Yep, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. Uh, I might <laughs> try that one this year. Uh, Spencer, thanks for the chat. Well done. It's always good to see a good story. And, I mean, you've got a big future. Cricketers, as I say, played a 35, 36, 37, just a young man still. So all the best in the in the coming months. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Great stuff, Spencer Johnson. How's that, Bryce? He comes from basically obscurity, and now he's playing all around the world. It's and great. He it could be picked up in the IPL. Yeah, yeah. If he has a, a good uh, tour of India, uh, absolutely. That's that's what these guys can do. Have have a good series and and puts their names up in lights, and anything can happen from there. I couldn't believe it. He was first in the Redback squad 2017. Didn't get a look in. They they dropped him from the strikers list. He turns up at Brisbane and everyone's saying, where's this bloke been? So he really is quite sharp. Like, and he'd be six foot, probably six five, comes down from a high, can yep. swing it. And they throw him the ball. He'd only played a few games. He can bowl the last couple of overs and he bowled beautifully. Trust him uh, at the death there. But as you said, sometimes it just takes a, you know, a fresh a fresh place, uh, some new ideas, play under a new coach, uh, some new, new scenery to uh, bring the best out of your, your sporting Um so, yeah, he's gone up to Brisbane and, and taken his game to another level and finds himself uh, in an Australian squad. How's that? There's 100 ball. The 100 is just 100 balls, not, um, you know, 50 overs or 20 overs. He's bowled 20 balls. Three for one got Joss Butler out as well. I, mean, it, I always always felt if you started in grade cricket here as an A-grade cricketer and you made 1,500s in a row, you'd be playing test cricket. You make make six for the grade team, then you go into the state side. Yeah, yeah. Make another six there. That's how quickly things can do happen. Reckon, do you reckon we're getting to the point now where we're going to start, you know, having specialist T20 cricketers come through the system and and just focus purely on on playing that grade of cricket, and then have, you know, obviously yeah, have I, your, your test match cricketers and your, your ODIs. Do you reckon we're going to get to a stage where where that's how it plays out? Well, you only got to look at the young kids now down the nets. They just want to bash the ball as far as they can. I I, I don't think Smith or Labuschagne should be playing T20. I think there's big. You put the big hitters in there. That test cricketers are maybe the fifty well, over. Well, you're not going to have many players playing in all, all forms, three. Are you? Really? So here's the Coley squad. does. Uh, I mean, the, the the really good batsmen. I think. Ken, so uh, the ones that are, that have been named, Travis Heads in the squad. He could play all three. Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith, Dave Warner is the other one. All the rest are guys up and coming, really starting to make their mark. So Matty Wade's the, the skipper. So he's been around a little while as well. So good mix of experience and, and guys looking to make their mark here in this format. Interesting question. I, th- I think Zampa, if he could get it right, could play all three. 
Certainly Maxwell's played test cricket, yep. and he's such a dominant... Well, he never really had a good run at it, did he? No. Nah. Test cricket, he was always injured or, the, or wasn't performing to the level, but um, he, I think could the big been, one, he could have been anything. I think the big one now, Bryce, is Travis Head. Yeah. He's just... <laughs> he's <laughs> talking about another one that's just slept out of the... No doubt. ...come from the clouds too. Uh, Beaumont Tiles giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game with over $70,000 just shopping store at Beaumont's before November 12. And you win with a chance, season sees applied. Gee, a big show again today. And I think the story was the Reds. So we, top of the show, 6-0. I mean, that is like, seriously, like a top team beating a, a second team, 20 goals to three. Yeah, it was impressive. And you see um, young Iran Kunda's strike for the first goal of the yeah. game from way outside the box. 17 years old, this kid is. Yeah, it's a bit like Glenelg. He's going to be something special. Glenelg beating Sturt by 105 points about round eight or whatever it was. Well, that's about it for us. Great to have you on board again, Bryce. You'll be back tomorrow. Looking forward to that too. There's always something up in the world of sport. You have a good night. See you tomorrow. Thanks, Boots. Good night, everyone. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.